Welcome to this week's episode of the Dad Improvement Podcast. I am your host, Sean Colloran, and this week we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite thing, more math. Let's uh, talk about investing this week. First, we'll talk about why investing is important and why everyone should be doing it. And then second, we're going to talk about a couple of different ways to invest. Next, I'm going to talk about how I like to invest personally. And then last, I'm going to take you through kind of just a quick, real basic step-by-step on how to buy your first stock or index fund through uh, an investment company because I fear that people don't know how to do it because I didn't know how to do it up until not all that long ago. So I don't want anyone to be nervous about the process. So I'll just take you real quick through the process of how to do it. So if you've never done it before, it won't come as a surprise to you and you'll be able to jump right in. So here's a quick little fun look into my psyche. I believe that I work far too hard for my money to lose it gambling. I'm not going to go to the casino and throw a bunch of money around. I'll play blackjack with $100, but as soon as I'm out of my $100, I'm done for the night. That's fine. Now, a lot of people would say, well, isn't investing in the stock market just a different word for gambling? Aren't you just gambling with your hard-earned money? To which I agree. And up until I was about 30, that's exactly how I believed. So I invested nothing into the stock market. Of course, I put money into my 401k because that's how you're going to save for your retirement. But I never did it on my own because I thought of it as gambling. But what I've realized is you've almost flipped the script on gambling. If you go to a blackjack table, you can win big and you can beat the dealer. But the dealer over the course of the night always wins. If you could be a player or the dealer in blackjack, wouldn't you rather be the dealer? Well, in the stock market, it can be a lot like that. You can be the dealer. You can make some good investments that are going to, over the course of a long night uh, at a casino or a long lifetime in the stock market, you're, it's going to make you money. You can lose big at times. Yes, that is very true. But over a long enough time span, you will be the one winning. So now let me explain it a little bit with some actual math. So inflation is between 2 and 3% every single year. So if you had $100 last year, this year your $100 only has the buying power of $97. And the year after that, it's going to be less. And the year after that, it's going to be less. If you do nothing with that $100, it will buy less things in the future because of inflation. Now the stock market or the S&P 500 like an index fund averages out 10% gain every year, which after you factor in inflation is going to be 7%. So it's not a full 10% average, it's actually 7 after inflation, but instead of losing money, your buying power is now getting greater for that $100. You are making a little bit of money. It's not a lot. You're not going to get rich quick off of this, but at least your money isn't losing buyer pow- buying power year after year after year. So now that we understand why we should be considering investing, let's talk about 
different ways to invest. So if you go back to episode five, which was uh, an episode on retirement, I talk about a few different investment account types. Most of them are retirement accounts. So you have your uh, 401ks and your IRAs, but then you get into uh, brokerage accounts. So a brokerage account is just an investment account. Whereas a 401k and an IRA has a limit to how much money a year you can put into it, a brokerage has no limit. You can put in as much money as you want, you can take out as much money as you want. The only problem is the faster that you go back and forth between putting money in and taking it out, you may incur some fees and taxes on that money because if you have any capital gains or you're actually making money on any of that, then the government will come a-knocking. Uncle Sam always gets his dollar. But for today, let's just assume that we're not doing anything towards retirement. This is just an investing account. It's a brokerage account. We just want to take our money and put it somewhere where it's going to make some more money and gain back some of that buying power that it once had. So, once you take your money from your checking or savings account and put it into a brokerage investing account, it's still in a holding spot. It's not actually gaining any money yet. It's just like another bank. So the next step would be to actually buy something with that money. You can either buy a stock for an individual company. You can buy uh, into mutual funds or you can buy into index funds are the, the three big ones that we want to talk about. A single company is obviously pretty straightforward. You're just picking a random company. You're investing into Coca-Cola or Nike or Under Armour or whatever it is. You're just picking a company and you are buying stocks from that company. The problem with this is you're putting all your eggs in one basket. So if you buy um, Disney stock and they do something that in turn makes all of the stock holders sell and the money goes down, your stock is now worth less money than it was before. So if the company you invest in tanks, you're kind of out of luck. Um, that is the bad part of investing in only one company. If it goes up, that's great. If it goes down, you're out of luck. To combat this, investing companies came up with mutual funds which is an actively managed fund. It is a pool of companies that are doing well, and you have an actual person, a manager, in charge of this fund. So you give money to this manager, and they go out and they find the companies that they think are going to do well. It is a lot of research, and it's also a little bit of just guessing games. Not every firm that does mutual funds will always beat the stock market. So it's a little bit of a risk. It's better than one company's stock because at least your investment is diversified. It goes to many different companies now, but you're still relying on a person or a team of people at an agency that are going to be picking these companies. The other downside to a mutual fund is the fact that you're actually going to be paying the people who are managing this account. So it has a little bit higher fees. They still don't sound like super high fees. It can be anywhere between like 1% and 2%. But it is still higher fees compared to what we're going to talk about next, which is index funds. Index funds came around to combat 
the mutual fund. So instead of having an actively managed fund, they came up with a passively managed fund. So like the S&P 500, which is just a combination of the 500 companies that are doing the best in America. So this can change over time, the top 500 companies, but it will always just take your money and split it up between the top 500 companies. Because this is not actually managed by a person, the fees are much, much lower. There's still some fees on this too, but instead of being 1% to 2%, we're talking like 0.02 to 0.05% for some of these um, index funds. And the other part to some of these index funds is, even though they're not actually managed, they're still pretty good. You're never really going to beat the stock market but if you want to compare index funds to mutual funds, only 10% of mutual funds in the last 20 years have outperformed the S&P 500. So how well do you know your agency? Do you really want to trust some random guy that you may not know all that well, handling all your money and trying to just beat the S&P 500? Or do you want to just invest a certain amount of money in the S&P 500 every month and then never have to think about it again. So now that we've seen the three major ways of investing, let me describe how I like to invest, which is super easy. It's called dollar cost averaging, which is just a fancy way of saying I invest a certain number of money every single month into the same index fund every month. That's it. I just have it set up to auto draw from my account. It goes to, uh, I use Fidelity. And then once it's there, I use that money to buy stock in the S&P 500. It's just an index fund. It's low fee. It matches the American stock market. And it returns an average of 10% uh, every year. So I know that my money will grow, it won't be very fast, I'm not going to get rich overnight, but I know that it's actually going to go up over a long enough period of time. Now I use this method because I get stressed about money, I know myself, I know I will get stressed, and I'll be watching the tickers every single day, watching it go up and down, if I don't do it this way. This way I just know, I go, okay, here's the set amount, invest it, I don't care what the stock actually costs or is worth. I'm just going to take that money and keep investing it every single month from now until I retire. It's just an easy way for me to do it stress-free. And I talked about how it actually works in a video on my Instagram, so if you want to go and check that out, feel free. Okay, so I have you convinced. You've decided that dollar cost averaging is for you. You want to do things the exact same way that I do. First and foremost, you're going to have to find a company that you want to invest with. I use Fidelity. You can use Vanguard. You can use Charles Schwab. Whatever it is that is, has investment accounts, you can use them. Next, once you've opened your account with them, you're going to take some money from your local bank, your checking account or your savings account, and you're going to move it over into your brokerage account, into a, a holding account over at the company that you have chosen. Now you haven't bought anything yet, that money is just there, but you can use that money to buy an index fund or a mutual fund or 
um, an individual company stock. So let's just say you want to do what I do and just buy into the S&P 500. Okay, so depending on which firm that you went with, it's going to be some different call letters, essentially. So if you went with Fidelity like I do, you can buy S&P 500 index fund by looking up FXAIX. Or if you went with Vanguard, you could look up VOO. Or if you're at Charles Schwab, it's SWPPX. This is just going to bring up that index fund. And then once that index fund is brought up, you can either buy by the share or by the dollar amount. I do by the dollar amount because I don't think about the shares so much. And I just want to make sure that however much money that I move from my savings account or checking account into my Fidelity uh, brokerage account, that it gets used all at once every month when it goes in there. So I buy by the dollar amount. Now what's going to happen is you're going to put in that dollar amount or the amount of shares that you want. You're going to click buy. And then by the end of that day, it will have sent that purchase through and it'll give you a little receipt of how many shares you got and how much money you spent. So congratulations. You are now investing in the stock market. That was it. That was it. It's that easy. It seemed like such a daunting task when I was younger that I didn't do it and I kick myself every day for not starting earlier. So if you are younger, please, it's very easy. Start now. Start now and have plenty of money when you get older. Obviously, investing in the stock market can get a lot more difficult and complex than how I just made it sound today. But if you just want to play it safe, and have your money work for you and make some money, then this is a very easy, simple way to start investing in the market. And once you get a nice base laid of having a whole bunch of money in the stock market, then maybe you can start delving into some other things and taking risks on stuff that you wouldn't have normally taken risks on as long as you have this nice diversified portfolio to fall back on to keep you safe. So. For homework this week, obviously, I would like you guys to go ahead and start an investment fund if you have not already. Hopefully, you already have your retirement fund in order, but now, if you already have that set up, then start a brokerage account and just invest in one thing. Put a little bit of money towards one thing. It doesn't have to be a lot of money. It doesn't even have to be anything special. It can be an index fund, a mutual fund, a company that you truly believe in, whatever it is. I just want you to go through the process of investing in one thing so that you have the confidence that you can do it so that when you start to do it on a more regular basis later, it doesn't become a huge headache or monster lurking in the shadows. I just want you to realize that this is very easy and you can do this and set it up and have it automated and you never have to think about it again. All right. So, as always, remember, improvement over perfection. <laughs>